1: Hey guys, so I'm actually in New York City right now and I'm sitting across from one of my favorite people, my favorite New York residents, but let me back up for a second. If you guys only listen to the podcast, you don't watch YouTube or TikTok or like all the other things that I create fucking endless content on. I'm in New York right now, really mostly to pick up a watch, which sounds really extra. You guys can just watch the YouTube video for context on that one, but it was fashion week as well like this weekend. So I'm here and I'm just like bopping around town. And then I asked my friend Kimberly to record a podcast episode with me because we were talking the other day about like the date from hell that she had. And I was like, pause, do not exploit anymore. So anyways, I wanted her to talk about it on the podcast. She is a single girl, young professional, like living in New York city. And she is just like, kind of gone through the ringer but also has the funniest fucking stories about it and i feel like everyone likes when i talk about dating and like i'm not super exciting anymore and i can't like date (laughs) though i used to when i came like every time i came to new york before i started dating joe i would like set up like four dates in a row and like just like drink and eat on like A man's dime and then be like, bye, and like leave (laughs) and be like, I have to work in the morning. It was so fun. So, anyways, I live and die for the New York dating scene. I think it's hilarious and adventurous and like scary and just like weird vibes and also like in the best way. So, anyways, I'm rambling now. We're sitting here with our coffee and our wine. We're gonna go to a show after this. So, we're kind of like hyped up right now. So, do I know where this episode is gonna go? No. Was there a plan? Also, no, but I am going to, <laughs> I'm going to put Kimberly on now so we can chat. Okay. Hello, Kimbo. Hello. Okay. Will you just introduce yourself yeah. and explain what yeah. you do? So my name is Kimberly, my high school
0: friend's which is how I know Peyton lovingly call me Kimbo. I actually hate the nickname Kimbo because I don't want to be like, (laughs) I don't love being associated with like, what is he?
1: Like a sumo wrestler? Kimbo (laughs) Slice. I don't even know what kind of activities he does. Wally calls you Kimbo Slice (laughs) to me all the time. So yeah, back up real fast because I didn't explain that. I know Kimberly through one of my best college friends, Laurel, who if you guys have followed me for a bit, you've definitely seen Laurel around like, I'll post her when I go visit Houston and stuff. She's the fucking best. So she introduced Kimberly and I when we were all in college. Like in college. I'm an yeah. OG and Halcyon. Halcyon. Halcyon Halcyon. No one can say it. I'm actually getting a new website. Oh like, my gosh, exciting. It's just, but it's like not Hustlin' well, Halcyon anymore. Okay, yeah. Got
0: it. Yeah, so Pei and I know each other through Lolly, who is the best. And I live in New York. I work in the arts. I'm an art advisor. So that's kind of a niche job. And it's can kind of hard explain? to explain. Yeah. yeah, I'll try to explain in short. And like, it's it's really specific. So it's hard to explain in less than like, <laughs> like a Three thesis myths. essay. Yeah. <laughs> but basically, I manage art collections, So I buy art on behalf of collectors. So that can be corporate or private collectors. So we like acquire art on behalf of others and go to museums, go to gallery shows, get to know artists and dealers. And I'm basically the middleman between the collector and the artist or the gallery so yeah really fun job
1: obsessed really with it fun. um you meet interesting people i'm sure super. and then also it's just like the art world i feel like is so chic like fashion yeah. is like chic but like art is a whole nother level of just like intelligent people totally and like a ton of money you're dealing with all the time art um, is
0: really like the industry is crazy and i feel like it has some interesting like Pate and i have talked about this like it has interesting parallels to the influencer sphere, mm. which I know very little about. I'm also Peyton's first guest, who's not an influencer. Yeah, you are. <laughs> which Peyton keeps I being like, think "It's you fine." Are. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm like, okay, like just apologies to James. Shout out to James. James is my editor. editor. <laughs>
1: We're really giving him a job today because I don't know how this is going to go. I've never been on a podcast. Oh no, I will say though, like Kimberly is one of the best storytellers. Like, not to put pressure on you, <laughs> but there's like every time she tells me a story especially about our dating life i am cracking up. my dating
0: life is ridiculous cracking um, up.
1: yeah so anyways arts are really fun
0: love my job it's really interesting i feel like peyton and i have a lot to dish about with our jobs because like in both art and influencer stratosphere it's like you have some of the coolest most driven intellectual like crazy fun people mm-hmm. and you also have some like really weird like bizarre, energy fake, phony, sucking yeah like, energy sucking. like what they call them energy vampires energy vampires that's what it is <laughs> yeah so it's like always one or the other um but yeah anyways live in new york i've lived here for i think four years now since like 2019 yeah you've been here for a while yeah
1: and you're from houston from
0: houston texas girl I do like when my high school friends call me Kimbo. I feel like they're going to get mad at me for having said that I hate it. It's like no. endearing <laughs> when they say it and like all their parents call me Kimbo. But I do typically go by Kimberly or Kim. Yeah. Um, Kim.
1: A lot wow. of people call me Kim. I don't
0: identify with that name, but a lot of people do have to call me Kim. At
1: work, do they call you Kim? Are you <gasps> some Kim people the art advisor?
0: Yeah. And some people like I sign my emails KL when it's from my phone. So mm-hmm. a lot of people call me KL in emails. Okay. And it's kind of stuck. Okay. Like, I kind of like it. Like, yeah. no one's like, hey, KL. But, like, I <laughs> like being it not thought of the KL. Yeah, it's, like, kind of, it's kind of cool.
1: It is. So, yeah, Kimberly has always been the person, like, when I come to New York, I'm like, what are you doing? Like, I <laughs> always want to know what Kimberly's doing. We'll usually go grab a drink or something. And she's always showing me the cool places to go. And we went to, like, a an, um, museum and art, like, an art show, like, last time, which I fucking loved and anyways i just think the art world is so interesting because i don't know a ton about it but it does parallel what i do and it's also yeah. like i feel like unless you're in the like little world you don't always understand it totally. and it's the same with my job like you don't understand like how nuanced and crazy it is totally nuanced that like yeah anyway so i just wanted to have you on because again i like that you're not an influencer i'm just definitely wanting to move more towards like telling stories of people who just like live in cool places and like do cool things with their lives and like they just like talk about their life because I was talking to someone today and I was trying to explain what I talked about on my podcast my the girl who did my makeup the day uh-huh. and I was like it's like topicless in a way that's like <laughs> like I'm just kind of talking like whatever comes into my mind like I at feel the like time. it's just like
0: honest life
1: yeah chat. and I just I just get in front of a mic and talk and i have people like review it sometimes and it's like seems like she's just regurgitating like (laughs) um what's going through her mind and that's why i like it like (gasps) that's like a very like nice compliment i think
0: it's like i think that also the reason you have such like an awesome following is because you're really honest Mm -hmm. and like i think people naturally like that because it's disarming yeah so even though you're like this like hot influencer girl (laughs) like you're also like yeah like I have a pimple today yeah. or like, I don't know. I <laughs> or feel much, like, much worse. or much,
1: Yeah. Or like depressed, <laughs> Yeah. <more. laughs> or like my deepest, darkest thoughts. Yeah. No, I think that's also true. And also I think um, I wish I could be like cool and mysterious and like one of those influencers. This. Yeah. I've, I've been like trying to be that in the past. And my issue is in real life, like if I was talking to a stranger on the street, I would just be like, yeah. So anyways, like yeah. I, I could go into full fledged detail that like no one fucking asked for because never in my life have I ever even thought to not be honest. Or like, 100%. like paint over something like rosy. I'm just like, no, this is I'm how it the is. the same exact <laughs> yeah, way.
0: And I feel like it's an interesting life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I feel like a lot of people, like, I don't know. I feel like it confuses people a lot. But I also feel like it's a good way to like make friends. And get people to naturally... Like you or like good friends you too. and good friends. Yeah. yeah. Like, like maybe you're not you're for everyone. Front, <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. You like weed, you trim the fat. <laughs> yeah. You trim the fat really fast when you're just like yourself. Yeah.
1: That was true. But
0: it's funny you say that thing about being mysterious because Laurel actually sent me a <laughs> meme that was like, I wish I could be that mysterious girl, but I just don't know how to shut the fuck <laughs> up. <laughs>
1: And I'm like, wow, (laughs) that's me. Yeah, I can't put a mic in front of my face and I'm like just literally spilling the beans. Literally spilling the beans. Every turn my head, like my thought process takes is recorded. And that's just how this podcast is. I can't imagine.
0: Honestly, sometimes I feel like I have a podcast Mm -hmm. because I have like a constant (laughs) like monologue in my head. And I think it's like. I have some good content. Like, I think it's pretty funny. <laughs> it's just like a podcast that's like not being recorded and I have yeah. no audience.
1: But I do feel it's like I personal have podcast. like a personal podcast. Yeah, for your own self. Yeah, for my own self. That was another point we were talking about is um, some of the podcasts that I like to listen to, like the Him and Her podcast, for yes, example. love. Fucking love. But not everyone can be so put together and like yes. interview experts. And like when I listen to that podcast, I have to be in a place where I'm like, I mean, they're driving and I'm like focused because, like, there's so much information that you, like... You need to know. Yeah. You need to take notes. But yeah. this one, I want you to just be able to, like, do your makeup or, like, yes. your pre-gaming or something. I don't know. You're just drinking wine. Is it
0: bad if I, like, interrupt you while no, you're No, no. You like, can go like, ahead. Say yes. Yeah, you can Because I yeah. do that a lot. <laughs> no, you can say <laughs> okay. yes.
1: So, I, I feel like I was trying to, like... My vision for podcasts were, like, those informative, deep, like, yeah. meaningful things. And I'm, like, I just don't think... While I do think stream of consciousness and I have things to say... I just don't think I'm someone that's, like, going to be so official. You know what I mean? Yeah, I
0: also feel like the best conversations always happen organically. And, like, when you just are winging it and, like, happen to stumble upon something. Even when I'm listening to podcasts, sometimes I can tell when it's a little bit contrived. Mm -hmm. And I'm like... I still enjoy listening, but I do yeah. feel like the best conversations, even like at dinners, happen when you're just like yeah. chatting and being honest.
1: Me too, I, and also like that's what I like to listen to. Yeah, when same. I'm trying to relax, like if I just have something on in the background, I don't want something that's like super informative and like 100%. very serious. So that's what this is supposed to be. I guess this is what it's hard to It was just me and Kimberly yeah. in the living room. This is
0: <laughs> me interviewing. <Peyton> <laughs> <on> <laughs> I'm fisting, like
1: coffee and wine right now. Okay, so. I need to hear the story. Okay.
0: Yeah. So Let's I was get started into
1: this dating, this episode dating episode of okay.
0: Kimberly, <laughs> the life of Kimberly. My mom calls it Kimberly in New York because like Emily in Paris <laughs> yes. and not only are my dating escapades a little bit ridiculous, which by the way, they always have been since college. Really? Yeah. Like, I just like have a ridiculous life. Like, yeah. I don't know why. And I have had, so like, I've, I've had a couple of serious relationships, but between those. My dating escapades have been a little bit ridiculous. But anyways, episode number 400 of Kimberly in <laughs> New York. So recently, I had a date with a man who was a mutual friend. Mm-hmm. Like I met him through mutual friends. okay. And he was seemingly a nice, normal guy. Okay. We're not um, going
1: to be too descriptive here. We're just going to like give you the bear. Minimum. Yeah, I'm not
0: trying to like get myself what's it called like a hit on me (laughs) and like some people are crazy i don't know know. i've had some crazy
1: encounters here in new york you've definitely had crazy encounters like
0: a man showing up at my apartment on a wednesday at midnight not Mm -hmm. leaving (laughs)
1: claiming he was bleeding claiming he was bleeding out (laughs) like I, you just never know Also, what's like, going to happen. what's funny is I walked up to your door and like Kimberly has one of those like door, what is it called? Like, like a buzzer. A buzzer. And she was like, not only was this guy just like texting me, texting me, texting me, texting me, like I could turn my phone off. He was buzzing her apartment. So like you <laughs> can't get away from that. You're like at someone's mercy yeah. when they're bu- like buzz, buzz, buzz. I was like, dude, I'm what?
0: like, are you what? okay? Yeah. yeah. Anyway. So for that reason, I'm not going to go into great detail about specifics on this man or the date but it was i'll just like include some highlights and anything i say it's like i'm regurgitating what he said so like i don't this would the stuff would never come out of my mouth but i know i think that's also going to be obvious
1: when you hear the whole story yeah divulge explain what's going on um
0: so in the first 20 minutes first of all i work in the arts i'm kind of an entrepreneur because of the Mm -hmm. nature of my job it's very independent work for an all-female company i'm very much a feminist major major mm-hmm. and in the first 20 minutes this guy says wait pause though
1: where did y'all go can you explain like you don't say yeah, where yeah, but like was yeah. it a cafe we, we went to setup? a bar we went to a bar okay. and i will
0: say like okay so just brief dating history on me as brief as possible <laughs> i moved to new york i was single in new york for like a year got don't a boyfriend need to make a brief, by the way you can like okay cool, we can chat. Cool. yeah Had a boyfriend for a while and then was single again. So I feel like I have an interesting perspective because I was single in New York in my early 20s and then again in my late 20s. So it's like, it's kind of different. And like after my most recent... Like serious relationship ended I was like not rushed to get back into the dating Yeah, you're super chill Like I just kind of wanted to take my time Like, Mm -hmm. you know It was also in the middle of the pandemic (laughs) So even if I like really wanted to Like I remember this one guy asked me out And it was like mid it was like january peak new york restaurants yeah. were just opening and we went on a first date and it was 12 degrees and we were <laughs> sitting in outdoor dining and he was this guy was the nicest guy in the world i just was not even yeah. in the mood to date at that moment it's also 12
1: degrees and, and you're it's outside. 12 degrees and
0: we were both like in our gloves, like shaking, drinking our drinks. And like when you're on a first date and it's 12 degrees and you're outside, you're like, this is the most desperate thing I've ever done in my <laughs> That's life. That's what I to say. Go I went home and I was like, I don't need to do that again. I'm going to wait till it warms up yeah, <laughs> a yeah. little bit in New York. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so anyways.
1: Also though, I want to back up there. You and your ex broke up. Did y'all live together? No, but we okay. like quarantined together. So okay. we didn't live together, but it, it like... Weird pandemic life. Kind of like pretty, pretty much kind of- lived together. So during the pandemic. If you can think of it right now. Yeah. Because you broke up and they're like the pandemic's happening yes. and it's already like there's so much shit going on anyways and it's stressful. What is something that you did or like what's a mind frame that you had to like help you like get out of through? the darkness? Yeah. Oh
0: my God. Okay. <laughs> really good question. Yeah.
1: I could do a whole episode on this. <laughs> Breakup queen. Um, I feel like you were, you're good at at least from what I can tell from what you've told me about like that relationship and your life now, I feel like you're kind of good at breakups.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of funny. I feel like oftentimes when people go through breakups, friends are like, send them to Kimberly. And I'm like, (laughs) I don't think it's like, I'm not like a single, like I'm not like token single girl, like token breakup girl. (laughs) I feel like it's because I've had like my fair share of breakups and they were all really different. Like, Mm I had, like, my high school breakup, which was, like, sweet relationship, just, like, sad, mm-hmm. like, great, you know, totally amicable, but, like, first heartbreak, like, first cut is the deepest yeah. type of situation. Never recovered. Never recovered. No, I, like, <laughs> love that guy. He's great. And then I had, like, I, and then in no particular order, I've had, like, a very toxic <laughs> relationship with, like, maybe some potential cheating situations involved mm-hmm. and that kind of breakup. So I know what that's like. And I've had, like, the blindside breakup. Yeah, yeah. Not pointing toward any of these statements. I've yeah. had a pandemic breakup, yeah. which is very unique. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite the unique experience. Oh, if anyone's God. had that, I totally. And I, I don't think it happened a lot. Yeah, it happened you know? a lot. And it's like, I think a lot of people just like freaked out. And like, I do think that if you're going to freak out and snap, it, you know, rip the bandaid off. It's a good time to do it. Yeah, like, you don't yeah. want to end the pandemic then be like, wait yeah <laughs> we've been thinking this whole time like i you know everything happens for a reason mm-hmm. but i do have a special spot in my heart for people who like dealt with early pandemic breakups like yeah 2020 2021 mm-hmm. like freshman and sophomore year of the yeah. pandemic <laughs> because you're just like already displaced yeah and confused and it's and just you're like, looking for
1: stability though too. Yeah. So sometimes you might find that in a relationship and when that's totally. gone you're just like you're like
0: uh what's going on? and in new york it was like <laughs> the only way i can describe january Uh in new york or like really a solid six months in new york is like you're at summer camp and all the counselors left and all Mm -hmm. the campers left and you're like "Fuck!"
1: you're like mom i can't use the city anymore i'm in my teeny apartment like that's totally i kind of felt about la and i was even like jealous of people who live in texas because even in la where it's a little cheaper for like rent it's still not like a texas apartment so like I didn't have a ton of space. No, you're going like in your on. shoebox. Yeah. It's just I I did have lovely views. So like it seemed larger yeah, at the time. I have a lovely but... view of the generator. <laughs> that being <laughs> nasty to like close the I was window. like, Can you, <laughs> it's Can you loud close out there? there? Okay. So, anyways, you're you have just broken yeah, up. Yeah, so, what did so you do? I'm trying to
0: think of like good tips for people who are in that situation. I think obviously like Lean on your friends
1: and family. Like that's the time to. I think that's the number one. Your friends. Yeah, that's the number one thing most people have said when I asked. I actually recorded my friend Ella last time I was here, and she went through a breakup that was a little bit public. She's like an influencer type, and she was like, she didn't want to talk about it with a lot of people. And looking back, I kind of interviewed her like maybe six months after. Yeah. Um, and they were living together too, Uh, so like uh, it was a whole thing, and. She was like number one, family and friends. Yeah, like I just like dove into that like headfirst.
0: Yeah, I would say that's like number one, and also I think it's like it's really important to pay attention to who is making you feel better after you talk to them because some mm-hmm. people just don't know how to handle heartbreak talk, and that's yeah. totally fine. But like, if you call a friend and like you hang up and you're like, I don't like. I kind of feel weird now. Mm -hmm. Like, just don't call them again Yeah, (laughs) about the breakup. You get to be selfish, yeah. Yeah, like, be a little bit selfish with, like, where you're putting your energy and all that. I also think just, like – okay, so, like, the hardest part for me with my – like, I would say that was my first adult breakup, which I will also say is really different than, like, a college Mm -hmm. younger breakup because you're, like, more on your own in life at this point. So, it's more – we well, are not around your friends all the time yeah like you're that's not like thing. and put a pandemic on top of it we can't be like let's all go out and like yeah, it's cheer crazy, up. Yeah. it's like everyone was like bars wanna, and restaurants yeah. are closed you want to drink
1: on the couch that's, i was like will well, someone
0: simply come back to new york city <laughs> <laughs> um but if you want tough love call your brother or a man in your life mm-hmm. like i'm so thankful for my brother and my dad because like they just like well first of all they think any man they genuinely think any man who doesn't want to marry me Mm -hmm. like they question their sexuality (laughs) so they're like i love that yeah they're like we know he's this guy's gotta be gay and like my grandpa does (laughs) they're so serious they're like no they're so serious and i'm like (laughs) (laughs) and i'm not calling i i don't want to like yeah yeah but that's just what my dad and my brother
1: say about like anyone well they're it's not like offensive don't worry that's not offensive, not
0: (laughs) offensive um what else are other good – I think just like – okay, so first of all, when you get out of a long-term serious relationship, I think a really hard thing is getting back into a groove of not having a standing plan with your boyfriend and like not filling your time with some having someone to text or like tell good news to or like bitch yeah. to, like things like that. So I think finding out the quickest way to adjust back to being by yourself
1: and like just functioning more independently is mm-hmm. really important does that mean like maybe making a routine like yeah, yeah. routine routine like, is really routine,
0: great. routine routine i feel like if books. anything
1: feels unstable and i do this so much of my job just because i work for myself yeah like, i've never not worked for myself like routine is so important it's like it the backbone so of everything because you have to like come up with a way to get to your goals and you have to like reverse engineer them and the only way you can get there is by following a routine like consistently which is so key and i think that if you're going through a time of chaos or like uncertainty crafting a routine for yourself that works is like the best thing you can do for yourself in any situation like that
0: well and the weirdest thing too is like i feel like when you go through a a breakup it's like saturdays you're kind of like i don't remember what i do on saturdays when you like wake up and you're like what's everyone doing yeah. today? And you're like, who do I phone? <laughs> like, it's just kind of weird. <laughs> to phone a friend. Yeah like, you're yeah, like, phone a friend and I'm like, calling Laurel. Yeah.
1: And I'm like, you hang up? like she's in Houston. Yeah. Our, <laughs> friend, our, our friend Laurel is also married, like, in the best yeah. relationship with, like, my one of my favorite freaking people. Yeah. He's the best Angel. too. So she's and she's the best. It's so like calling Laurel. I can imagine calling Laurel during a breakup. She's literally Instant like serotonin. Boost. Yeah,
0: she that fucking asshole. I hate him. <laughs> she like yeah. She sent me a meme the other day that was like, no one hates your ex like your best friend does. <laughs> and we're like always out of all my breakups. So I'm like I don't yes. know which one you're referring to at this <laughs> yeah. point,
1: but I appreciate it. Okay, so I think those are good tips: routine and yeah. fall back in your family I think and friends, routine and
0: and just like finding things that genuinely uplift you whether Mm -hmm. it's like a face mask or like diving into a hobby or like like i'm a big reader Mm -hmm. and i feel like reading has always been something for me where like when i'm in a good book and i'm like learning and like making myself more intellectual or like learning about something i didn't know about before it always makes me feel just like a better Better. person afterwards like smarter cooler more interesting and i feel like those are all things that like if you're gonna be depressed for a bit at least use your
1: downtime to like come back Better. And like, also like, you can see your own value when you're doing totally. things like that. Like, you feel valuable, totally, rather than like you got an, you're a breakup. I feel like it's easy when you get broken up with, or you, even if you break up with yeah. them, like you feel slightly, obviously rejected. You feel like there's not going to be like anyone for you. You're like everyone else has 100%. these things. Like, I feel like doing anything that brings you value or makes value. you feel valuable to yourself and the world, like totally so important. Like for me, that was my job, and yeah. I like. Decide to
0: go to grad school, mm-hmm. which is kind of like, I actually listened to an episode of your podcast. I don't remember mm-hmm. which one it was, but you were like, if you're feeling down, start a company, yeah. become a CEO. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, Peyton's such Shit. a psycho. Like <laughs> yeah. All these girls are like, fuck, like, no. I do not know how. Yeah. And I feel like that's my version of like, if you get broken up with, go get your school. master's, <laughs> yeah. like,
1: get a promotion. Yeah, figure but that's it out. what I did. I, yeah. I'm getting my master's, I mm-hmm. got a promotion. See, like, that's, that is as hard as starting a company. Like, you could start an Etsy shop or you could go get your fucking master's. Yeah. Like, that's hard. Just, like, do something, yeah. though. I
0: feel like it's just, like, working toward goals and having something to do that's not related to men at all mm-hmm. or women, whatever your situation yeah, is. Yeah. Like, that is just really important at any point in your life. Like, whether yeah. you're in a relationship or not, I feel like sometimes when you're in the midst of heartbreak, you're kind of tunnel vision on, like, woe is me. Mm-hmm. Why did this happen to me? And it's, like... Figure out like yes, of course, like lean in to, feel it. to yeah. being sad. Like I'm it. the biggest proponent for like wallow, wallow, mm-hmm. wallow. Like <laughs> one of my friends who like recently went through a breakup. I was like, you need to talk about it until you're
1: so sick of hearing yourself talk about it that yeah. you want to throw up, mm-hmm. and then you'll be done. <laughs> yeah, it'll be out, and it'll be out because it doesn't affect us like it does men. Like I feel like it's always people always say this, and I, it might be like just standard knowledge. But what I've noticed is like women, we feel it immediately. Yeah, we're like it's happening. Where I'm, you're like. I'm upset, like this. Freaked out, and then like you know, two months later, you're totally fine, and like it's yes. always the guy. It's like the whole like they are free for a hot second, and like yes. three months later, they come around and they're like, "I actually love you." Like all or of the stuff. Have,
0: like a mental breakdown later in life. Yeah, and, like, that's not you know we don't want to deal with
1: that. We don't have to do that, so we get to feel it now, yes. and then have something to talk about later. Like right now, like yes. we're talking about horrible times in your life, oh, and we're yes. just like sharing wine and tears. <laughs> no, but like
0: it's gonna okay, like. Just if you went through a breakup, like it's gonna be fine. Mm -hmm. Take the small wins. If you feel incrementally better, like 000.1% every day, that's great. It's gonna jump up and up and up. You're gonna be fine. You cannot be sad when you're listening to rap music. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That is like, (laughs) that is actually so fucking true. Okay. (laughs) It's the key to life. There is a playlist called Bad Bitch Energy on Mm -hmm. Spotify. If Turn I'm in a funk, I walk around and listen to that playlist and like one song <laughs> in, I'm like, I genuinely forget why I was upset. Yeah.
1: Meg the Stallion comes on and you're like, there's no way I could be sad. I'm
0: like, what man?
1: Yeah. Who are men? <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> what is life? <laughs> That's actually a great small, tangible, funny fucking tip too. Yeah. Um, okay, so So dating. Had, dating. You've dating. had these experiences though. Yes. And like we also were talking about we can talk about this after we get into the story because i feel like it's a good way to end the podcast yeah, we
0: can talk about anything
1: yeah okay let's let's get into this date though <laughs> i keep acting like emulate. this is my podcast <laughs> like earlier Peyton was setting up and i was like you're gonna do great yeah she's like yeah no before i came over here she was like um okay so i need like a plot like i don't have any detail i don't have any plan and i'm like <laughs> kimberly i don't have any plan like i'm just gonna talk i and, also to them, said like, i was
0: like nervous and now i'm like well, Is this yeah. my podcast? I'm like, <laughs> give flipped. me a mic. <laughs>
1: yeah. It flipped. Okay, so let's talk about the date because I think there's some good conclusions yeah. to draw from yes. this experience. Yes.
0: So, okay, so since my single, in my single time in my late 20s or mid to late 20s, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. whatever makes you comfortable when you're 27. Yeah, yeah. I've gone on some great dates. I've gone on some crazy bat shit. I don't know where these men are coming from. Yeah. Most are scary enough men that I've met like, at parties. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not super into the apps,
1: personally. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand... It's ended poorly, even. Like, here's the thing. I think people... I know you're cool with apps yeah. and stuff. People are always like, well, you know, they don't want to meet people on apps because you don't know them or, yeah. like, whatever. I feel like your craziest stories come from people that I that you, know. like, knew. Yeah, which <laughs> is, like, problem. really frightening. <laughs> yeah, that's scary.
0: And, like, I don't know. The apps work for a lot of people. I just, like... I think I've, like, reported more people's profiles on hinge than i've like (laughs) gone on dates i I actually know that for facts i've gone on two hinge dates Mm -hmm. and i've reported countless (laughs) why what would would
1: make you report so much just
0: like i'm like this person is so offensive Mm -hmm. like gross pictures or like something in their prompt I'm just like ew this needs to be reported have
1: you seen those on tiktok like the reviews of guys that are like it's awful it's
0: awful and i'm like who the person who works for Hinge <laughs> who's in charge of vetting profiles is not working yeah, hard enough. I no. they, I should get commissioned. Yeah, you should.
1: For the amount of <laughs> profiles
0: that I've reported. But it is – I will say it's nice to scroll around on Hinge
1: and, like, see what's out it's there. It's fun to be drunk. and Like, I yeah. remember pre, like – well, beginning of pandemic, the only reason I met Joe is because I was drunk on my couch drinking yeah. wine with my friends. Like, swiping like it's no tomorrow and then just, like, talking to random people.
0: Yeah. That's it's it. It's fun with your friends, too. Mm-hmm. I kind of treat it like – like window shopping mm-hmm. but yeah I, I went i've had some crazy date stories including like men who i later found out after the date have a girlfriend of five years who they live they with live with them mm-hmm. um
1: children sometimes children involved come out of the work come out of the work on occasion yes
0: <laughs> i also have this weird thing where like this actually is generally not even just specifically with men but More so with men Mm -hmm. I feel like there's something About my personality Where people meet me And they just want to tell me Like their deepest Darkest secrets (laughs) (laughs) And like I genuinely I'm like do I need to ask A therapist Why do people do this What's going on Like what's going on But like I've been on dates Where I'm like I should be charging These people by the hour Because they're talking To me about things
1: That I'm like I don't feel privy To this knowledge Well also like Just very personal Like I'm an open book But I'm not going to be like Same um, I've never done this But we'll, we'll draw from Your dating history here yeah, I used to like be a heroin user or yeah. sometimes I still do that. I've been in and out of like, I, I mean, and all that stuff is fine. But like, the thing is, it's okay if you do that. Maybe not first date first material. Date. I can see people are like trying to put it out there and be like, this is who I am. Yeah. You know, I can appreciate that. That's very New York.
0: Like the killer line I got from somebody <laughs> so was bad. as this man was like slugging mm-hmm. straight whiskey. Yeah, yeah. Was I'm sober except the occasional line of
1: cocaine <laughs> because that's finance. Oh, yeah. my other favorite line from your <laughs> dating history is she went on a date <laughs> with a guy from New York, from Manhattan. Oh, this is good. And please explain what. Okay. He also, said- keep in mind, Kimberly and I are both from Texas, cities in Texas. Yeah. But it's, it's not. Manhattan. Manhattan.
0: Yeah, it's not Manhattan. Different okay. animal. Explain. This guy said to me, I just grew up in a town with too much money and not enough to do.
1: <laughs> I was like, Excuse
0: me. You grew up in New York. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. That I also feel like
1: wild. you're queen of the date that like happens. Cause also in New York, all the tables everywhere and like oh everything God. is so close together. So like you can hear everyone's conversation. And multiple times, Kimberly has been like in a situation where the people around her like are listening also to the date and they're like literally shook like they always side with me yeah their mouths are open they're like what the
0: fuck i feel like i give them eyes and i'm like this is a first i'm trying to like (laughs) telepathically be like this is a first date so it's not my boyfriend i don't know this person which brings me to my most Mm -hmm. recent not Mm -hmm. most recent but a date that i went on as of recently with a man who was a mutual friend Mm -hmm. friend of a friend highly offensive Okay. Mm-hmm. highly offensive okay in the first 30 minutes of this date before we'd even had a couple drinks so to mm-hmm. answer your question we went to a bar yeah that was like i would call it like a a summary. like i frequented this bar when i was like 23 okay fun really mm-hmm. fun i now that i'm like in my later 20s i'd rather on a first date somebody take me to like a cool dive bar or like a wine bar. It's
1: like a it's, yeah. it's a week night. Like, well, it's also very New York. I noticed yeah. like some of my girlfriends from New York would like because I was just suffering in Los Angeles. Like everything <sighs> takes forever to get to. No one goes on dates because it's just a whole experience. Like yeah. it's such a thing. So, it's like, so easy. Uber forty five minutes and do all this thing. So I would have girlfriends here that would like go on like three dates a night and be like, I'm gonna meet this guy over here. I'm gonna meet this guy over here. Like it's she would just so like back easy. to back to back go to bars. And which is my so many favorite cool Well, also like imagine like. I mean, the difference between having to sit with someone at a bar yeah. and having to sit with someone at a dinner. Oh, my God. I Like, what like, if you hate fucking hate dates. them?
0: I hate dinner dates but also
1: I'm in love with them. Exactly. I but I've it. also heard, like, girls be like, which I also kind of agree with. Girls be like, well, if he's not going to take you to dinner, like, that's not, like, he's like, not showing well? enough that he, like, yeah. cares, which I totally get. But also, I think it's important to have an exit strategy. Totally. And bar, like, the bar situation isn't awkward because you can just be like oh i popped in for a drink and then yeah. now i'm leaving
0: like i also definitely like have an issue with exit strategies mm-hmm. like i and again it's the thing where like i don't know if i have like an accepting
1: face or something well also i feel like every time you try to use an exit strategy someone's like work. but I'll, I'll just come with you yeah and, and I'm you're like, like oh, fuck like, <laughs> like i'm trying to lose I actually you made, i made that up
0: no, i don't have to go anymore yeah like never mind. yeah i actually like i have a flight and Just you can't can. come with me like it never works yeah, I and it's, know. it's like it's frightening mm. but yeah went on this date with this guy this bar was not my cup of tea but that's fine it's mm-hmm. you know i i love a man with a plan i appreciate the fact that he had a plan took initiative took initiative mm-hmm. first 30 minutes he calls his boss the c word <laughs> which i've never said out loud until mm-hmm.
1: i Told the story to my mother. I literally okay. I'll say anything. Like I'll say. Me too. I'm a potty mouth. Anything that word for some reason. I hate it. Out of a man's mouth is vile. About a woman Mm -hmm.
0: about his boss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. saying, I'm, I'm not even going A powerful woman, probably. Pow- yeah, yeah, his, that's the his problem he's boss. Having. And this guy thought he was really powerful. So if he was talking, if his boss was like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: this lady's like a boss
0: yeah. bitch. She's, like,
1: she's your literal boss. She's your literal boss. You have to boss. respect her, yeah.
0: Yeah. And he kind of went on and on about how she's bitchy and she's too emotional in the workplace, which I'm like, have you read an article in the past three years about like, what not to say about women? <laughs> yeah, like, I was so appalled. Excuse me? And okay. I, yeah, and I was like, well, I was kind of stunned, and I was in my head. I was like, "Don't do
1: it! Don't and he, do it!" Well, okay, he obviously is working. He works in, in finance. finance. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. I mean, that's the, that's like the TikTok thing. Like, the, the New yes. York finance bros—they're a problem. They're
0: a problem. This guy they're was an exaggerated archetype mm-hmm. of a finance guy, and I've yeah. dated a lot of finance guys. They're well, not in New all York. Like they are like, on TikTok. Yeah, but I didn't. I mean, this guy really should be on TikTok. <laughs> like, it was unreal. <laughs> but yeah, so he said that. He said, you know, it's hard to be like a white man in America right now that I didn't know if he was kidding. It didn't seem like he was. So I was like, Is I'm this when the
1: people started to clue in around? Yes. Okay.
0: So at one point, the people next to me were like, are you on a first date? Obviously. He, oh, he you went go, to the restroom yeah. and he said, I have to take a piss, which I was like, <laughs> Peyton's face right now is like,
1: Ew. she just smelled something oh. rancid. We both looked at each other like, oh God. I was just like, it's just I'm too so, old for yeah, this. It's frat boy behavior. It's frat boy behavior. Yeah. Okay. And, like,
0: I don't care how important you are. I'm spending... And, frankly, I came from a full day of work <laughs> in grad school. Like, I'm, like... okay to okay, go take a piss. <laughs> yeah. Like, just I call him bro. <laughs> bro? Okay, bro. Okay, bro. <gasps> I was, like... Anyways, he said, he continued to say something. He he said something rather anti Semitic, in my opinion. I am Jewish. Okay. I told him I was Jewish. Yeah. He's like, fuck.
1: <laughs> this is going from all sides. All sides. He said Horrible. something
0: racist. Okay. Straight up racist. Oh, God. Straight up racist. Wait, so wait. When he
1: went to the bathroom, though, what did the people so say? So when he went
0: to the bathroom, the people next to me were like, oh my gosh, like, you're so cute. Are you on a. People also think I'm like 24. Uh-huh. They're like, you're so cute. Are you on a first date? And I was like, yeah. And you're like, how's it going? And I was like, I was like, I don't know, and they like they could tell. And also, like first dates are hard because people are nervous. Sometimes people drink too much. Yeah, I really don't want to be too hard on somebody because they could have had a bad day. Maybe yeah. I really didn't pick up on his humor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is what women do. We're like, <laughs> Maybe, no, I know so uh, it, it's so no, bad. It's so bad. I literally, if it was one comment, sure. Okay? It was a lot of comments. The, first of all, the boss c situation. That's Mm-mm. not. He's not joking. No, he's being serious. Also. I was like, did I hear him right? Then he said it again. I was like, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely (laughs) heard him right. We got that one. I also just like, we've got anti-Semitism. We've got racism. We've got, it's hard to be a white man. In America. In America. I was like, (sighs) ooh.
0: And the anti-Semitic, I mean, that's a tough one because I do think- this is wild that I'm even justifying this right now, but I do think that's an interesting thing when you're mm-hmm. Jewish and you're, you know, you don't, like, I assume most people I go on dates with aren't Jewish, and that's yeah. something you have to bring up in the first couple of dates. It's, like, casually slide it in. Like, I'm not well, going to be, like, you, hi, I'm Jewish.
1: Are you, is your family, like, Jewish? Yeah. Like, like
0: do you want to be with a Jewish man? Like, it's not essential, but mm-hmm. I have to be with someone who is not going to, like, expect that I would convert. Mm-hmm. So that, I mean, which I think these days, especially in New York, most people are like fairly open. Yeah. But we're not super by the books, like religious people. I feel like, like culturally world, Jewish. We're very culturally okay. Jewish, which yeah. like that's kind of a lot. I mean, you get a lot of that in mm-hmm. Judaism because people are just like really, I mean, my grandma like escaped the Holocaust. And like yeah. that, <laughs> I was saying to my friend, <laughs> like he said, bas- okay, basically his joke was he said he was German. <laughs> I'm German also. Okay. I'm German as well. Mm-hmm. Be- I'm like a, German Jew, which is like the craziest (laughs) guy. It's just like double whammy. Like, you know exactly what my background Mm. is because, like, we escaped from Germany. Yeah, yeah. But he said he was German. And and that's when I was like, oh, fuck, I've got to say I'm Jewish really fast before Mm. he blurts out something anti Semitic. (laughs) And then he did after I said I was Jewish, which I'm not even going to repeat what he said. But it
1: wasn't that bad. It was just offensive. But it's almost like ignorance. Like, maybe he didn't even think. I don't think he meant to be
0: offensive, but I was just like, this is someone who would say what he said. Just comes from a certain the background. The things that he said yeah. is not someone I'm going to end up with. So yeah. I was kind of like, eh. but he was like, "Oh, don't worry, I'm the good kind of German," <laughs> and I was like,
1: Ooh. <laughs> "I was like, honestly, <laughs> like, um, all right, that's
0: a tough one. Yeah, that's a tough one. Okay, maybe so- read the room." Um. anyways. how so long were you on
1: this date for? By the way,
0: it felt. <laughs> It felt like a long time. So he goes to the bathroom. The people next to me are very invested. Mm -hmm. I could tell the whole rest of the time that we were talking. Like, I almost wanted to look at them after he would say stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Like Michael Scott to the camera in the office. Yes. He was like. Yeah. Yeah. So at one point he said something I found to be very condescending and Mm -hmm. demeaning. So I was like, you know what? Fuck this. And Mm -hmm. I was like,
1: I. What did he say?
0: he this was after a lot of things that i found to be offensive but oh, it seems like it yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah so i was kind of like riled up at this uh-huh. point trying to keep my cool and he was basically like pestering me about how drunk i was and mm-hmm. trying to have get me to have more drinks and i was like it's a oh, red flag, flag. I have a lot to, red flag okay yeah red flag all right anyways and i was like i have a lot to do tomorrow and he made some comment. Oh what could you possibly Have to do tomorrow That's so important And it was
1: his tone Was it like a weekday too? Yeah it was a Thursday And I was like Actually uh, I have a, a lot job. of stuff To do yeah, <laughs> yeah. a job what? Even if I'm
0: like A garbage man Like yeah. no shame to garbage men Be,
1: That's like, your job That's disrespectful You want to do it well Yeah
0: And he was like When's your first meeting tomorrow Pull your phone up Mine's at 8am And I was like Um, and he, he kept, like, doing this other thing that was just, like, really demeaning. Yeah. And I'm not gonna say it, Mm -hmm. (laughs) because it's too specific. Not Mm -hmm. that I haven't been extremely specific (laughs) this entire time. But I just finally, like, hit my, hit my limit. And I was like, I have to be honest with you. I think... You maybe come off really condescending.
1: <laughs> like even <laughs> when you're you're saying you're being direct, you're like, you maybe come off you maybe a little bit like, condescending.
0: <laughs> condescending. And then it got really weird and like he was pissed and mm-hmm. he kind of got like it kind of set him off. Mm-hmm.
1: And it was like, God, this guy's it was mm. it was okay. mm. Do you have a chance of running into him again? He, for sure.
0: Oh God. For sure. I actually
1: kind of want to run into him. I that's what all my friends say,
0: especially like my male friends are mm-hmm. like. Pissed.
1: I'm like, where is he? see <laughs> Where
0: he is right now? <laughs> I was asking like one of my best friends, best male friends, if I should like talk about it on this podcast. Yeah, and I was like, I just feel like a bitch. And he was like,
1: No. Right. He's like, Why are women this so is such a nice? female thing? Like, yeah. you
0: do not have to feel like a bitch for simply Staying like restating the facts. And yeah. like, maybe I misinterpreted some things he said, but like. So-
1: Sounds a little bit hard to misinterpret. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of it was
0: pretty direct. Um, but anyway, so it, it got like heated, I would say. He didn't yell at me, but it was heated enough to where like
1: you it was up, heated, you heated said toward me. You stepped out of your little line that he drew for you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, I stepped out of my little box. <laughs> like art girl he was like oh my god i met an art <laughs> girl quiet art girl She's probably like Patient. so meek yeah <laughs> like well he's been fooled he's yeah. been bamboozled. <laughs> so i yeah he got kind of he was like i don't understand what we're arguing about and like got kind of pissed and i was like whoa like i really imagine didn't imagine being in a
1: relationship with that man oh my god i was oh like god. i was so
0: and i was caught off guard and the people around us started to kind of notice mm-hmm. and then it went silent and like got the check <laughs> got up and left i was like the goodbye i'm not even gonna get into the goodbye yeah it was I'll just wait did you so you he got the check Mm -hmm. he uh, offered to split it because i was like i don't the i hate when i hear this is so disgusting when guys do this when Mm -hmm. they ask a girl on a date then they don't enjoy themselves and i hear guys say like i paid a hundred dollars to get that bitch a drink and i'm like you know what if i get an inkling that you're not enjoying yourself i'm plenty capable of paying for my drinks
1: oh if i get an inkling someone's not enjoying themselves i'm walking out and i'm being like bye (laughs) like like, you get to do this like i hate but also like as much as I love men, I do. The men yeah. of my life, I love. Yeah. I fucking hate them. Yeah. It's not a secret. So, like, they're paying for my shit. Like, look look at me right now. I, I agree. Uh, me, me across from Kimberly right now. This is what I look like. Not not like professional makeup. But, like, when I go on a date, when you go on a date, we do our makeup. We do everything. Like, what the fuck does it's he do? It's a
0: part-time job. You get
1: to now pay for the drinks. Yes. Yeah. I don't really care. I, I got my, oh my micro needling. My laser is done. Like, it's a, part, don't, it's a full-time job. Kevin needs to not like... Kevin needs to not pitch a fit. About $100. About anything. You work in finance. Aren't you like yeah. a boss? Yeah.
0: <laughs> you talk about your job that... You're right. I should have <laughs> just... Well, I did let him pay for it. Yeah, yeah. It, so but he, he I paid. Offered. Did you walk out with him? I walked out okay. with him and I apologized like six times. I was like, I'm really sorry if I said something to offend you. Yeah. Which, and I, I feel like I was so confused about what was going on at that point i Mm -hmm. kind of like mentally blacked it out and like we parted ways and i I was like really stunned like the woman
1: the woman could hardly speak (laughs)
0: the woman was too stunned (laughs) to speak the woman was too stunned to speak why do i
1: think of you when i think of that audio
0: i'm i think you said it to me yeah i love that audio i think it's hilarious so i was like what do i do what do i do like Mm -hmm. i either go home i call my mom like do i cry like do i am i upset Mm -hmm. am i laughing and i don't know at this point you're sitting outside of the bar
1: i'm sitting outside the bar he's stormed off yeah like stormed off like he was like also can we rewind is this guy cute
0: yeah he's
1: attractive okay he's attractive average attractive like here's the thing with women again this is the thing we do i'm getting very um what's it misandrist on this but i am a misandrist so who cares what What does that mean it means you think women are better than men oh oh my god yeah So it's like the opposite of a misogynist yes and I I prayed I around it as like, a, fe, like a feminist, like we're equal, but really we're in not, my heart of hearts. We're better. We're better. So when I think about men and like being attractive. Yeah. Joe is the first guy I've ever dated who I would like look at and be like, he's actually I mean, we can all really look at Joe hot. like
0: all day. We're all like,
1: okay. But I've never dated, I've dated guys who I thought were hot yeah. for a guy. You know what I mean? I,
0: I actually do know what you mean. Mm-hmm. And I talk about this with one of my friends a lot because we both always talk about how we're like more attracted to energy yeah, than like looks
1: but that's women though and men, and are, the men, are, yeah, men yeah. are the opposite yeah men are the opposite these unfair. average dudes want like the hottest girls on the fucking planet and you're yeah. like what's going on totally with your like, expectations where's the what do you think you look like yeah oh, my guy no that
0: happens a lot here and it yeah i mean the male so was to he like, like
1: all, he he was hot he was hot he was hot, he was okay. hot.
0: not i mean okay we'll give him one point like, for that
1: stunned yeah
0: yeah but you know he was hot mm-hmm. he was hot so I, I, I don't know what came over me. I'm like, uh, I guess I'm going back into the bar. Like, okay. I don't know what else. I, I honestly don't know why I made that decision. I walked back in. I would do that. 100%. I can only describe as what happened when I walked back in the bar <laughs> as a standing ovation, <laughs> which I was not expecting. Like... Someone was like, she's back, she's back. And like <laughs> everyone in our little section was like, oh my god, she's back. This I was is like, why yeah! I
1: love New York so and much. And I was like,
0: oh my God. Like, honestly, I kind of had to pee. I was like, I'll just tell those girls like, y'all are so sweet. I hope y'all have a good night. Yeah, yeah. They were like, the waitress comes up, mm-hmm. has a drink for me already. <laughs> it's like, it's on the house, sweetheart. Like, she was like, are you okay? The waitress asked me <laughs> if I was okay 12 times, which made me like – did Question? I block out yeah. <laughs> half of what just happened? Like, was it? And, like, she was like, that man's never allowed back. Like, I think she overheard him say something, the C word. I, I don't know. know. Also, at one point, she gave us our drinks. Or and racist goes, or ans- anti Semitic yeah, or like or whatever racist. else. Like, any yeah. of the sorts. <laughs> at one uh, point, she dropped our drinks off, and I go, thank you. And he looks at me and goes, thank you. And I was like, I don't even. What? Why? Are
1: you making God damn it! I wish me? I could like follow this man's life, and I just like want to know oh who he ends God. up with.
0: It was, and like as a girl, the thing that sucks is when things like this happen to you. You almost like gaslight yourself, and you're like, every time am you I tell insane? this story, yeah. I'm like, did am I making this up? Uh-huh. Like this is
1: crazy, <laughs> but I'm not because the waitress bought me a free drink. Yeah. The guy sitting next to us, if anything, me a drink. you're underestimating how fucking horrible he was maybe. in the situation, maybe because if. All of these auxiliary people are freaking out. Fre- Especially girls in New York. were like floored. And they yeah. were like 32. Mm-hmm. I literally, they asked for my number, the girls. Mm-hmm. They were like, we want to go. Are they coming to your birthday? They're coming to my birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sadly. So Kimbo's birthday is tomorrow. And you're having it with your my friends. My birthday's Wednesday, but my your birthday party is tomorrow. tomorrow. And I was planning on going, but I'm flying to L.A. really, really early in the morning now, sadly. And I really... Stuff. For some secrets. Well, I'm already going to have gone on this. Oh. But um, I <laughs> wanted to go so badly, partially because obviously it's a birthday. And two, because I wanted to meet the waitress and everyone. Kimbo's was yeah. like, uh, yeah, everyone's coming. We're all coming. <laughs> like, to the birthday party. All coming to my birthday party. <laughs> so anyways, that means it was fucking horrible. Yeah. So you that was really mean?
0: validating. Okay. And like the guy who was like one of the girl's fiancés who is at the bar was like so sweet to me. And he's like mid 30s was mm-hmm. like i want you to know like not all men are like that and i was like unfortunately a lot of them are but thank you
1: so much <laughs> unfortunately that's not true, unfortunately, that's not true <laughs> but thank you um
0: but no it's crazy it, yeah okay, that so was a crazy one i will
1: say like barring all the details yeah this seems to be a standard story that you tell yeah because every time i see you y'all it's Crazy stuff is happening. Yeah. Kimberly's like, "Why am I at a restaurant and everyone's looking around like this guy's professing it's- like these things to me?" She's blocking <gasps> people left and right. There's people like emailing her to get in contact. Like yeah. dating in New York is a, it's crazy. Uh, what's the expression? It's like the bag of
0: something. I've never heard that expression. I'm so bad at expressions.
1: <laughs> I'm tired. I'm tired. <laughs> Honestly, this coffee and wine combination it has me best. feeling like a little wild,
0: a little crazy. I- I'm in a silly, goofy (laughs) mood. Yeah, I really am. I've been all day. (laughs) I also just thought of another tip for for like like a breakup tip that just came to mind. We're reverting back. Mm -hmm. I feel like an important thing. This is what my roommate Margo, who's like. just like the most positive Mm -hmm. positivity girl not like gross positive yeah but like realistic realistic positive Uh and i'm like realistically negative yeah
1: me too (laughs) um
0: she she's always like you're the product of the five people that you surround yourself with or Mm -hmm. whatever that expression is yeah and i think that's something that when you're really in any like low time Mm -hmm. like not just a breakup but especially a breakup when you're like disoriented on top of maybe being like down Mm -hmm. just like surrounding yourself by other like positive like laurel
1: yeah. carol like an angel on earth my light yeah um so i yeah, wish everyone could be friends with to laurel to same like i wish i could like give you guys all maybe i'll have her on the podcast you or should. something but she's so much more official than us so yeah My friend laurel is. is a petroleum engineer
0: she has a hard hat i have a hard hat for site visits okay <laughs> to install art
1: so <laughs> yeah <laughs> laurel has been working on like oil rigs and then she also like bosses men around on those oil like rigs men. yeah like she like is in control of things she's also so fucking smart but she's also the sweetest like what is- she doesn't have flaws she's she's flawless she's flawless i love her so best much energy always i've never seen laurel with bad energy
0: no, she and the thing that's really unique about Laurel is like even when she's having a bad day or upset or venting, mm-hmm. she still has good energy. Which I she think has is perspective. Hard to I do. think though yeah, too, yeah, like has good perspective. Her family's
1: like that as well. Like her mother, Grace, is oh, my, my mm, favorite person Absolutely. on the planet. Like I, Joe, is so enthralled with like all my friends from texas honestly yeah. but especially my We're Houston friends because like going to laurel's wedding and stuff like <sighs> joe was like grace talk is about insane joe being a groomsman. i think i did yeah i, did. Okay. <laughs> I just want to make sure the public is he's the in the I photos thought. he's in like laurel's hallway joe in the photos is a gem he's a gem of a human mm-hmm. i can do a whole episode <laughs> about joe so joe and kimbo like love each other a special bond a special bond and also kimbo like we so i came here last month for my birthday like i did a whole trip and we did my birthday and new year's my days my birthday's the day before new year's anyways such a fun birthday kimberly took laurel and her husband josh to an art to the to the moma the moma okay and then like met up with us and kimberly is our our fifth wheel but not really because like, she's like also dating all of us at the same time you know, as well you
0: know how much i love being a fifth wheel also mm-hmm. just like another word to the wise for like single people mm-hmm. like be best friends with your best friend significant others because there's nothing more fun mm-hmm. for
1: everyone yeah well it's fun and also especially if the significant others are good and it's like yeah. a good relationship like it's great to be around that energy. Yes. I really enjoy being... I was... Um, Tessa and my friend Tessa and oh my her God. fiance. They're third wheel for... It's the best. Years. And I was like, I feel safe here. Like, I'm your child. Yes, I'm your child. Y'all are my parents. Thank you very much. We're the same fucking age. But like, I... <laughs> same, same. <laughs> I'm like, you're my parents. Um, I love being a third wheel or a fifth wheel or whatever it is, especially with people that I love and like, I enjoy their relationship. And like, admire too. Yeah. But also, I think sometimes it's hard for... I don't know. I come from a very non-competitive perspective. Yeah, like, I'm not like I don't look at people in a good relationship and think I'm never gonna have that. Like I you just am
0: more like it's so. I feel like so many girls have that kind of mentality. Yes, which is
1: not like the way to think. I also I think it's. I don't know. That's not more natural for some people. Yeah. I'm personally just not that way. Like, I if I see something good, I want to be by it. I don't. Me wanna, too. I'm not mad. You want to like osmosis it. it. Yes. Osmosis. Yeah. You're like I need to learn <laughs> whichever. Like James, Listen, look that up. we're an influencer and an artist. What, the, how do you say it? Yeah. <laughs> look at the, the pronunciation. It up. <laughs> yeah. It's either osmosis or osmosis. I think it's osmosis. Um, but, but you like, enjoy being around that. Energy. Yes. Because it attracts it to you, though. It does. Like you, if you're around good relationships, you're going to attract. You're good just better. Yeah. You give off. You have better energy, you feel better. But also, how fun is it to be like the preferred friend? It's the best of the couple.
0: Like, I have a group text with all my couple friends, yeah. like me and them, and like <laughs> it's serious, like it's active. Yeah. Like we're talking. But like, Kimberly,
1: you're the third, like, what do you think about
0: this? I had one of my. <laughs> male friends who's like the boyfriend of one of my very very best friends here mm-hmm. group text us today and say something like you girls better both watch out because i'm on one tonight because we're all going out tonight <laughs> like i love that he's like felt the
1: need to include me include in that dude, as well yes,
0: specifically but yeah i think that that's just like important okay I am i getting talk- off i subjects? wanna no, no no we're on
1: subject i want to close out with Something we talked about via text. Wait, I have something else to say okay, on the subject. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm no, such no, a say rambler. It, say
0: it. I also want to put out a PSA just like on the subject of like being single. Yeah. There are a lot of girls who are single in New York because like it's not, people settle down way later here. Mm-hmm. And a lot of girls ask me a lot. Same when with we're LA, out. Yeah, it's way. wild. Yeah. It's like you're five years younger here than mm-hmm. you are in Houston yeah, yeah. or Texas.
1: Oh well, my um, I want to go home. Everyone's like, when are you? Everyone's like, when are you popping? Why aren't you engaged yet? yet? And they make me feel weird about not it's, being engaged. It's I could. Like, I've been dating him for a year again and a half. Do an episode on this. <laughs> <Relax>. It's
0: insane. <laughs> I'm not in a fucking rush. <laughs> but I think a lot of girls ask me a lot, like. And I hate this question. Mm -hmm. They're like, sorry, if you've ever asked me this question, you're listening. (laughs) But a lot of girls are like, how do you have such a positive mindset about being single? And I'm like, the problem is in that question because it's not a hardship. It's literally like a phase. (laughs) It's like, that's like asking how do you have such a positive attitude on being in a relationship? I'm like, I'm still like me yeah like i am always perplexed yeah. <laughs> and i get it i totally get it like i don't mean to sound like i don't have moments where i'm like yeah it'd be great to be in a relationship but like, here's
1: the thing i'm in a relationship currently that i i love him yeah. so much i love him there's like i think he's an amazing person i wouldn't be with him otherwise like i'm obsessed with him again joe's but the best he's the best but like and i look at him and i'm like oh my god you're so gorgeous so hot but i'm like i look i, I we do have issues in the relationship yeah. like everyone has like fights and things like that and like to me even like if we argue it's more emotionally draining than if i was lonely like me looking
0: 100 now i look at
1: loneliness and i'm like actually that wasn't that bad And loneliness is like healthy i think it is we're supposed to be and also that's life i think we also all scroll through social media and we're like oh my god they're with this person they're with this person like yeah we just have an unrealistic like it's unhealthy view of like how we just spend our time like, totally most of the time you should be like you're a person living your own personal life like yeah. you should be alone a lot of the time
0: well and you should just be comfortable being alone because even like you just said like even when you're in a relationship you're still like there's bad stuff you. about it like i'm it. Yeah. number one mm-hmm. you know what i that's mean that's true that's true like i you were I'm going with a different myself. direction myself what yeah. do you think i was gonna say <laughs> well i
1: think like people um they overestimate how good good relationships are agreed like, like people think it'll fix all their problems yeah, if they love get is into a relationship wonderful love is great but also like a relationship though yeah. like you if you're going to be long term you're working through issues like there's there's things that happen like love is so blissful and fun but like yeah. the reality hits you're living together like you're dealing with rent or like maybe you're dealing with money like any kind of money situation um your families your trauma like it all comes up totally what i've noticed in relationships the most because this is the first like real one i've ever had where i'm like things come up and i react certain ways that i'm like i had no idea that was like even in me 100 like it literally shines a light on all these parts of you that like it's stressful it's like, like it's not. it's a, a bizarre thing and in, in the first year i would say it was a little different, like it was more flippant and like very like you know off the cuff. But now yeah. that we live together and stuff, I'm like, I love him and I don't want to be without him. But like, I look at my single life and I'm like, oh, it was so simple, it's like so simple. Why was I ever lonely? Like I didn't. And here's the thing: I will say I have a single like living your best single life episode is my yeah. best episode I've ever done because I'm very passionate about being single. I am as like well. yeah, I know. And I that's why I kind of wanted to have you on because you have the same vibe as me in that sense. It's just like be learn how to be do independent. It. It's important. Yeah. Like even when you're
0: married, like don't mm-hmm. you want to feel independent and like
1: comfortable in yourself when you're married? Well it also makes your relationships better. Yeah. I was telling Joe I was like you like I like that he leaves every day to do yeah. his PT and like his like workouts and stuff. And then I Do my own thing All day And like I like that our lives Are separate And then we can come together At the end of the day Similar to how we used To FaceTime every night And just like We learned new things We did different things We're not always together And then like Morphing Oh my god It's been a trip I will say Like it's made us So much closer Like it's it's realistic And I will say Like there We would have learned Really quickly If it wasn't gonna work Especially because I haven't really said Anything about this But Joe got COVID Like right before Christmas And I never got it, but I, so I slept on the couch. So like it was such like, we've had very intense, like moments of like, he's sick. I'm not sick. We didn't touch, either, touch each other for a week because yeah. I was worried I was going to get it because we were going to come
0: here. And the holidays make everything yeah. so dramatic. We
1: couldn't do Christmas with my family because I was around him. Ugh, who had sucks. It It was just a, such a stressful time. And then we ended up having the best trip in New York and all that stuff because he was oh my like, gosh. it was like, oh, we were talking after. about the trip in New York yeah. and I, interrupted you (laughs) (laughs) we did we actually did so much we also for new year's we did like a whole fancy thing and we met we like left the fancy thing and went to go meet kimberly at the bar and joe and josh so laurel's husband and my boyfriend joe were the the people who led that charge like they're like Kimberly's she's out she's at the ball. we got to go meet her we got to go meet her and L- 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 and I are like okay <laughs> like, are let's, probably like I
0: want to go home let's go do it like, like sure with my boyfriend but they're all like
1: we, we Josh especially is like we got to go find Kimbo like we got to find her right now and like find her she's
0: out on the loose and it's New Year's <laughs> Eve We got to find her That's I was also you know. a monster on New Year's Eve like I had so many espresso martinis I'm a lightweight uh-huh. I had 100 espresso martinis like Y'all, I, we have photos oh of my us. God. It was
1: actually kind of a vacant bar, which is kind of nice. Yeah, it was nice. But we, there are photos of us. We're all completely black out. In the photos, <gasps> it's like me, Lolly, Kimbo. There, there's no light behind our eyes. Kimberly has like red lipstick all, all over her my face because she's been kissing all over her face. <laughs> no, I've been kissing you and Laurel. <laughs> yes. so you
0: can see it's like Peyton's <laughs> lip colors on one <laughs> like side of my lips and Laurel's is on the other. And I think I kissed Josh and Joe.
1: <laughs> we might have like all, all five way kissed.
0: Yeah. It was like it was like an emergency rescue
1: New Year's Eve yes. first kiss. We're all gonna kiss Kimberly. Uh, we were all excited too because like especially Josh and Joe, they were like, we gotta come in there. We're gonna buy everyone shots. We're Kimberly's boyfriends. We yes. gotta go. We're all together. Like we again Paying off to be the fifth wheel, like it pays everyone off. was we were we left the uh polo <laughs> bar. <laughs> like a black tie-star black tie event to be like, we gotta find her, we gotta find her to right go now. To, like a trashy,
0: I said like a trashy ass bar. Like it was not anything glamorous. And we I was were not like pumped for that. It was
1: oh my god, that was so much fun. It we was. we were so giggling fun.
0: The, whole the whole time. Next day. Okay,
1: on topic. Yes. What I on do topic. want to talk about. So we talked about this via text. Yes. About you and you said it earlier. You dated in your tw- like early twenties, yeah. And then you took you know some time off because you had a relationship. I took and a break then, from dating. And then you're late <laughs> in your late twenties, yeah. I well, I'm 28 now. Yeah. I just turned 28, and I'm like, I was saying 27. I was saying mid to late twenties, but now I feel like I'm just like in my late twenties. Yeah. Like I'm in my late twenties. It's 28 really to call late. it anymore. So now you're here, and we were talking yes. about the difference between. How you approach dating.
0: Yeah, it's I feel so differently now about mm-hmm. dating than I did before like my last relationship when I was like 23, 24, I guess. Mm-hmm. Worst years of my life. God. Like I just feel like those <laughs> Peyton Sorry. just got so oh, serious. Worst years of my life. It was <laughs> like worst years of my life. <laughs> um <sighs> Yeah, that, there are so many things I wish I had like approached differently when
1: I was in my mm-hmm. younger twenties dating. I want to note that like worst years of my life, but also necessary years. So and I, I did enjoy parts of that yeah experience, but when I look back on it, I'm like, wow. Like I just wow, you just are figuring shit out, and it's hard. There's to so like... much change, mm-hmm. and you're
0: learning how to function more independently because you're not like there's you're not in college. There's no more. structure. Yeah. Like everything's up to you. Like, do I want to move? Like,
1: do I want to? But this you're also today? an adult. But you don't. You don't. Everything is very overwhelming. You're yeah. new to like the world, especially like for both of us. We went to college. Yeah, we graduated at 22, or at least I did. So I'm like. I, I was not a person. Like, t- 18 to 22, I, that's like so, it's like, fake adulthood. You know what I adult- mean? And
0: you have no real, like, responsibilities. No. And then you go to a city like LA or New York, and you just... It takes such a long time to adjust, and you feel like such a fish out of water. Mm-hmm. Like, those... I also feel like... I don't know. Those years of my life, it's like... They were so necessary, but they were hard. So like, necessary. I feel like I have so much more of a handle of, like, myself at mm-hmm. this age and, like, what I'm passionate about. Well, also, at
1: the time, it didn't feel... It was difficult at the time, but it didn't feel so hard until I looked yeah, back at it. Yeah, like, I wasn't I'm like, like in hell. No, I was enjoying myself yeah, for sure. I was having I was being a being stupid. I was like doing things. <laughs> I just didn't I was, know what was going, going on. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and now <laughs> when I look back, I'm like, oh my God, like even though I'm a, I consider myself to be a very smart person. Yeah. I... Just was kind of clueless about things totally. and like but I needed to be, I thing to be in a situation. Well, you have to like make mistakes
0: in your early twenties and in college, like with friends, with dating, everything. Job.
1: Yeah, like everything. At, like your health. Like so I, I think, feel like you have to learn from your own Yes. You mistakes. should stay. You have to go a little bit out of control in some areas yeah, of your life. It's growing pains. Yes. That's the best way to describe it. Yeah. And I think that's one thing I'm trying to get at with this. Is like if you're someone I know I have a lot of listeners who are kind of in that like early Love 20s that. thing so like if you are in I that position so much wisdom to share with and them. you feel oh like uncomfortable or you feel like you don't know what's going on that is so normal yeah and then it just kind of falls into place as you get older and you learn like you don't need to like totally. figure it all out immediately right now i also know?
0: this might be like a hot take i don't know if a lot of people will i don't know if this will resonate with a lot of people but I do feel like at that age, it's also figuring yourself out and like – that sounds really vague and kind of cheesy, but it's true. Like, we're like experimenting. 20s, like, yeah, it's like experimenting. you
1: have to try on different hats. Like, you don't know really who you are yet. So like, totally. You're around certain types of people. Your your friends that you're around one year maybe aren't your friends the next year because you're yeah. changing so much so quickly. But and like, you can move cities, your job could change. You have no idea. Like, but I feel like at that
0: age, you like you and in college and in the most in high school, but like you're vulnerable to trying you're susceptible mm-hmm. to trying to be similar to the people around you and like your friends and like yeah. maybe your boyfriend maybe you're like trying to be like your boss and i feel like the more time you can spend with yourself and like really thinking about really th- it yeah like that's like when you grow mm-hmm. so that's i don't know that's one thing that i, feel I like think I solitude learned. in your early
1: 20s is amazing so quieting everything around you yeah but also it's like one of those things um i was one of my favorite like artists, his name's Adam JK on Instagram. He has this thing that was like, when you first start doing anything, writing, art, you're you're an influencer, producing movies, and you're young, you are mimicking the people around you or the art exactly. that you like. And then it takes years and years of doing that and producing things that are you or that you like, you know, quote unquote, then it becomes mediocre. And then after that, you like hit a breakthrough where like you start creating your own art and like things like that, but everyone goes through that period. That's <laughs> what I was trying to articulate, yeah. but about life. Like I yeah, feel yeah. like
0: that's what your younger twenties are for, and I feel like now I have all those things down, yeah. and I didn't remotely like. No one has those right out of college, mm-hmm. but it does. But you know take, what I like, enjoy? Error.
1: I enjoy about big cities is they allow you the leeway for that. Oh my god! Yes. Rather than at home where everyone's like, okay, if you're twenty four, why are you not getting engaged? Yeah, and you're like, okay, um, me at twenty four getting engaged, I can't even. Who The fuck, I was such a monster. What? Like, who would I be engaged to? Like, I think I was in a relationship when I was 24, but like, I was same. not. I wasn't in a good age. I wasn't in a relationship <gasps> that was good for me. He was actually yeah. a great guy, but like, same. it wasn't my husband. Like, yeah, I don't know. I just didn't fucking know anything. It's really interesting.
0: I feel like when I dated, and I hear this from a lot of people, I feel like when you're dating and you're younger, you're really focused on, like, going on a date and, like, flirting and, like, looking sexy and, like, mm-hmm. being cute and being impressive and, like... your experience is what yes, you're worried about. Yes, you're yeah. so concerned. And, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I I just sounded like such a podcast person when I said, don't get me wrong. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, I'm morphing. <laughs> like, I feel like I definitely... I, I've always had a strong sense of self always. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I was like trying
1: to be different. Everyone has, like even if you have a strong sense of self though, you have those moments where you're again, figuring it out. Like, yeah, you're like, you're, it's like when you first start learning how to walk, like you don't know how to use your body. Yeah. Like you go into adulthood and you're like, what do I do with my job and my freedom? And like being a fucking real person. Yeah, Like it's, it's, you have to grow into yourself. Well, you and in your, in your younger
0: 20s years. I feel like there's weird pressure to settle down and like find a boyfriend or like find a husband, fiance, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think that when you get to a certain age, you kind of realize like there's no time limit on yeah. this. Like yeah. I I feel like I was so much more nervous about that when I was younger and now I'm kind of like who gives a shit? No one, no one has like a timer on me. Like mm-hmm. I don't have a timer on myself. Thank God. But like, <laughs> yeah. it's like, if it, you know, it's, I think that when you put that pressure on yourself, dating is dating sucks because you're like,
1: you're, you're putting
0: pressure on it. Yeah. Well, you're
1: also going into them like a job application. No one
0: wants, I've been on so many dates where I feel like I'm being interviewed and it's not <laughs> yeah. fun. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't relax. I do that. Yeah. I relax.
1: <laughs> but I do
0: like, and I don't, I don't feel like I was ever really like that. Because I've never been rushed to get into relationships, just like in my life, because mm-hmm. I am pretty independent. Yeah. But I do feel like when I was younger, I would be on dates and I'd be like, I don't know, like trying to be my sexy, more, yeah. trying to be sexy, like trying to like say the funny punchline and like yeah. be impressive. And then I'd leave and be like, oh my gosh, is he gonna text me? To-? Now I literally leave dates and I'm like, I don't like if- him. If they text me, yeah, great. If they don't text me, I'm like, there was But a also
1: date. you consider when you're older. You're like, wait, what if I don't like well, yes i'm like i am <laughs> the yeah the roles
0: have 100 percent absolutely when i've come out of like my last relationship on the other side mm-hmm. i'm like if you can impress me yeah. in two hours exactly
1: then i'll go on but another also date people can you people can feel that energy like they men can, can feel that energy more attractive i think when i started when i first met joe i was very much the energy not on purpose it was just who i was at the time like i was 26 yeah. when him and i met and i was like I mean, I just like could take it or leave it. Like I I wasn't like, he's super hot and everything. And after we hooked up, then I was like, can I take it or leave it? You're probably like, fuck. (laughs) Okay. But also that's another (gasps) thing that leads me into this. And you don't have to answer if if you don't want to. But that my role kind of situation in dating. Yeah. Turning from trying to please him and make him like me to wondering if I even like him. Yeah. Also reflected when I was having sex.
0: Yeah, that, I, I'm i super open about that yeah, topic. I, I mean, not like that open, <laughs> but
1: like all, I'm like happy to talk about it. I, I think that's a really good point. I immediately, like I realized with Joe too, because I think I was at the age, of 26, I was like, again, didn't care if he called me back yeah. or not. And I was very much more about me when it came to that. And that's what I think why I enjoyed sex with him so yeah. much. And I was like, that was a huge reason why we started that's dating for me. That's another
0: situation where yeah. when you're older, you're just like- I don't know. I, you're not like, playing a game. You're not, not playing, playing on a game. A show. Yeah, playing yeah. on a show. Like in every, and honestly, like in work and with friends, all yeah. of it. It's like I've kind of adapted that energy, I think, as I've gotten older, where it's like even with friends, like if I don't feel like they're thrilled to, like, I don't mm-hmm. know. I, I'm more guarded with like my energy and how I spend my time. Yeah. But, but you don't
1: need anything. Yeah, I you know? don't need anything.
0: Yeah, like yeah. I'm like, I, I was talking at dinner the other night with some friends. Mm-hmm. About like who's planners and who's not planner who aren't planners. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, honestly, I never make plans. And if nobody makes plans with me, I don't. I just, spend, don't, I just yeah. don't do anything. And <laughs> yeah. like i and everyone thought that was hilarious. And I was like, I've been that way my whole same, life. Same. And I love it. Same. But anyways, I was honestly something. Oh, about like sex. I I do think especially this is so important for like younger girls to hear, like I just think that that totally changes. I don't even know if this is what you were intending to say. Mm-hmm. But I think that once you introduce that into a relationship, it really changes, especially for women. It's like in our chemistry, like it changes yeah. your emotions toward the person that you're with. Yes. So that's something that even like at this age, I'm like, so not, I I, I don't sleep around. Yeah, I think yeah. that, that confuses your emotions. But here's the thing. Once
1: I started enjoying sex, yeah. like actually enjoying it. It's the same thing as a date. I'm like... I actually don't want to sleep around because now I understand the value of like yeah I well not, it's not even the value it's like instead of being like all right fine I'll just like do this because he wants it and it's easier to do it than just like to not do it yeah now I'm like unless I'm gonna finish I don't want to have sex like I'm tired one hundred percent it's reflected in dating as well it's like back to the dating situation unless I'm gonna be like you on the date with this guy he's being fucking annoying. You're not worried about, am I impressing him? Am I putting on a show? Like, you're like, he's genuinely not impressing me. Yeah. So I'm not really worried about this. Like, we'll like just I'm going to be myself. Yeah.
0: 100%. Honestly, probably with the volume turned up on a first yeah, date. Yeah, yeah. Cause I'm trying to fill the silence. <laughs> yeah. And if he doesn't, if he's not like really dying to go on another date with me, like mm-hmm. I, it's genuinely not like a problem. I'm like, there are a billion people in the world. Why do I
1: care about like Especially one in person? New York city.
0: I'm like, <laughs> yeah just like walk around the block yeah,
1: go to the coffee go to the yeah. bodega there are
0: plenty of men there's some
1: hotties in there in the and they're yeah. literally everywhere everywhere they okay. everywhere also if you're a single girl and you want to move to new york city mm-hmm. I, would, I would i would recommend it
0: <laughs> one Any this is the best day. place it's yeah. the best
1: place as, as much as your stories have uh, maybe scared people
0: yeah, there's some there are some crazies out there, but you just have to like but it's interesting, it's an bolt interesting your door. story.
1: Yeah, just bolt your door. That's fine. There's so many people around, anyways. Yeah. Like, they would hear your screams, anyways. they would hear
0: your, they probably wouldn't <laughs> think anything was going on because, like,
1: everyone's like, so bad,
0: everyone's crazy. I know, <laughs> but they would hear you. Okay,
1: don't take us seriously. That was actually a joke. So, anyways, all right, well, we have to go. To Thank a you so much for having
0: me on the pod. Thank you for listening. To everybody who's listening. Everybody. <laughs> Every, people. All these people.
1: Okay. I'm not going to pimp out Kimbo's um, Instagrams except for your art Instagram. Pimp oh, it yeah. Up. Well, you can follow my Instagram if okay, you want to follow. Okay. It's like, I don't know if
0: you're private or not. I'm private, but like okay. I might accept it. <laughs> okay. It's just Kimberly Landa,
1: I think, <laughs> um, underscore. Okay. Putting it in the... Show notes. show notes
0: yeah <laughs> and my i have an art instagram which we should do another pod about like art Actual stuff art if stuff. we want yeah. to yeah and it's the arts archivist. it's like yep. the archivist but with the tea thrown in there mm-hmm.
1: and i just post art stuff so you should follow it definitely follow it and kim and i are off to a fashion show yeah my this is the fashion show so we will catch you later All right. And that is my episode with Kimberly. I'm actually back in Texas right now as I'm recording this. And it has been a whirlwind weekend since I recorded with Kimberly. But I loved that episode. I feel like it's a little different than normal. And I like the idea of having my friends on and people that I know and look up to in my life and just like find really funny or interesting or cool. Because I feel like... I've done a good job at this point in my life of surrounding myself with people who just fucking get it and they do cool things with their lives and they're so chill and cool and just how many times can I say cool? (laughs) They're just interesting people and I take advice from them and I like to learn from them and I take inspiration from them. So why not share that on this platform? You know what I mean? Um, I feel like... Having influencers on is really fun. And I enjoy my friends who are influencers as well. And there's plenty of creators that really inspire me, but my friends do too. So maybe some friends, maybe some family will come on. Who wants, (laughs) for those of you who don't know, (laughs) the Phantom could come on the podcast. Uh, My dad was a fighter pilot for the majority of my young life and his call sign was the phantom. So like all my friends just refer to him as the phantom. He'd be a really interesting one to hear from. He's actually like, I don't know. His life is kind of insane. My mom, she's kind of spicy, (laughs) When I say kind of, I mean incredibly spicy. I don't know if she'd actually be spicy on the pod. Maybe my sister, maybe we'll have my little brother come on. We'll get a 16-year-old voice perspective on some things. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, I'm definitely going to try to have Joe on next week. If I can get him to sit down with me and actually be serious for five seconds. I mean, not that serious, but (laughs) it's hard for him to sit down anywhere for like 45 minutes straight. Unless he's playing Clash of Clans, of course. Then he can sit down for like three hours. But who knows? I just like these episodes where they feel a little bit more personal to me and more just like natural. I don't know. It's hard to explain, but I love them. I love Kimberly. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing a little bit of your life with all of us. And I hope you guys learned something or picked something up from this episode. Uh, I know you guys like to talk about single life and just like... Absolutely owning it and killing it during that time. Um, you guys know I'm a huge proponent for that. If you're new here, go listen to the How to Live Your Best Single Life episode. I believe it's episode 20, somewhere around there. Definitely one of the most popular episodes and an episode I care a whole lot about. So I'm really happy you guys are loving that episode and this topic in general because it's very important to me as the face of being single for the majority of my life. I'm really I don't know. I feel like it's a really powerful place to exist from. So I always like to promote that message because sometimes I feel like it's looked at in a negative light and I'm just not about all that. So we're positive around here about that. Not even positive. We're realistic. It's just a great, powerful place to operate from. So I'll be promoting that for as long as possible. I'll be married (laughs) with children and still be like, yeah, so single life was the best time. (laughs) Poor Joe. Anyways, all right, I'll talk to you guys next week.